You are listening to the FCF Leadership Podcast. This podcast has been created to help you connect and achieve your destiny as a leader. For more information, visit our website at fcf.org. So tell me about how the influence and the, the heart of reaching the world with the gospel now impacts you in one Tulsa. And what does your local community of believers now take on with that in mind, knowing what you've been doing, their sister church in Ecuador, and the whole thing? What does that look like now for you guys? Yeah, I think that for us, you know, we, we used the word earlier about culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to us, to me, culture is just like the way in which some the way in which you do something. And I'm a big believer that you'll either have culture by design or culture by default, you know? Uh, so right now, one of the, one of the benefits of starting something by from scratch is that you get to create your culture. You can be intentional about it. So to us, um, having a global vision, having a, a vision for the world, it's, it's at the very core of who we are. It's yeah. our DNA. Right. Um, and part of it is, and so then that just, Knowing that that's like who you are, it's going to flesh out many different ways, right. you know. So it's everything from just our own personal lives. I mean, last night we're talking to our team down in Ecuador and, you know, brainstorming new things down there. We're taking trips down there. Part of what we're doing um, as a church is, is helping to fund some stuff that's going to be happening down there. But beyond like the pragmatic how does it flesh out it really is just like being committed to the thought and the recognition that like i think as pastors if our vision is only for our church only for what's going on in our city only for our community i think we have too small of a vision Mm -hmm. And, and i think we rob god from what or we limit god from how he could flow through us Mm. like I'm a, I don't know. I think it's, I think the questions that we ask are the answers that we'll get. So if we are asking questions like, God, how can my church grow? Or how do I make a difference in this city? Or whatever those questions are, we're going to have the answers too. Mm-hmm. So I, and, and those are great questions. We need to be asking those questions. Absolutely. I'm not saying we don't, but I think we can add some questions. Mm-hmm. God, how can our church in this town make a global impact Mm -hmm. what is it that you have called us to do that would be because we have lived it i mean Mm -hmm. and and i am like as missionaries not only and we've kind of been on every side of this coin we've been we've done short-term missions Mm -hmm. taken literally thousands of people since 2004 you know all around the world we lived as missionaries we pastored internationally we're pastoring Mm -hmm. stateside now and and I think one of the, I, I think that if pastors could realize how critical of a role, it's not like, like a token thing that they're doing. Right. Yeah. If a church could get a vision for how, uh, for what an impact they could actually do. When we lived as missionaries down in Ecuador, we had a weekly outreach to street children. Mm-hmm. Um, the government, uh, the municipality of Quito came to us and said, uh, through a series of things, God opened some doors and they came to us and said, we have a problem with our, with, uh, kids that are living on the streets. 
Um, and they'd seen some of the work that we'd done in other areas, and they said, can we partner with you? Can you do something with us to help these kids? They said, we'll provide security, we'll do the inviting and all this stuff, like we'll give you resources. They said, we don't have a budget, but can you do something? And so our team down there, uh, they put together this whole, it was like a kid's TV show mm-hmm. without cameras, right? It was like, I mean, it was characters, they wrote theme songs, it was this whole thing, we called it Carpa Loca, which was uh, the, the crazy tent, and oh. this big tent would come, that was the other thing that the city provided, was a big tent for okay. us to do it. Hundreds of kids would show up every week, these street kids, um, they're in Quito, and, and I, I share this story to say we didn't have any yeah. money to do this. We didn't have budget to do this. And literally our weekly budget with our team to do this, um, I mean, it was, it was a great ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had $10 a week to do Carpa Loca. We and built, we and yeah. we built everything. So it was so it's so cool how something that is would be considered a limitation of like oh well we're just gonna we have ten dollars let's do ten dollars a week for the budget became the actual asset for the way that in which God wanted to reach mm-hmm. these particular children. Mm-hmm. So I remember we had like the municipality come in from Quito and they were like looking and observing what we were doing and like we said we had ten dollars so we bought we got cardboard boxes and we painted the boxes and we went down to the local market where they sold fruit and we got crates and we built our games out of that. Mm -hmm. Everything that we had was from these little local markets because that's what we could afford, Mm -hmm. which was like literally nothing. And the municipality's comment, one of the guys came up to me and was like, what I love is that you took the elements of what these kids have. Like their parents are the ones who work in that fruit shop over there and they have those crates and that's what you made your game out of you used recycled materials like and we didn't even you know yeah, what i mean like we're just doing yeah. like it was yeah. part of like this <laughs> the strategy, strategy. <laughs> it was god's strategy do you know what i mean yes. i think in that in that he knew how if we came in with our slick like oh funded by another country mm-hmm. like program it wouldn't have impacted these kids hearts right. you know what i mean but all that to say um the the dollar the gift can literally change the trajectory of of a child the trajectory of a a family the way that in which a culture would view even like the big purpose of that particular ministry was to allow those kids for just a little bit of time to come and play Mm -hmm. because they worked all the time and so for one to two hours out of their week they got a little slot to come and play and they heard a message about you're creative, you have hope. You know what I mean? Yes. And it, it changed it changed their lives, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and I think like had had a church been able to know about that and mm-hmm. say like, oh, like well, because it's very easy to diminish what you have in your hand. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in maximize that which you've been entrusted with. Yeah. Doesn't matter how much it is. Right. It's parable of the talents, you know. Mm-hmm. Be faithful over little, God will make you ruler over much. Yeah. Uh, a church that had fifty dollars to really send somewhere globally. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm all of this is just going back to your question of what does it look like to be globally minded? I think it can look um, many mm-hmm. different ways. It mm-hmm. can look and say, you know what? That one missionary couple that we know, mm-hmm. let's let's support them. Right. Or hey, when they come back to the yeah. states, let's buy their rental car. Mm-hmm. Or let's send like 
it'll like, look a lot of like different ways. Yeah. A family, a family from your church is going down to a vacation, and you got an extra suitcase. Open the suitcase up in your church. Print off a list of a missionary thing. Like we can't get Cheez Its, or mm-hmm. my kid loves goldfish. I mean, something like that. Right. People doing stuff like that for us, like impacted our family, where we're like, we're not forgotten. Right. Like, and our and my my little two and a half year old can have his favorite snack you know what i mean like mm-hmm. like god sees him yeah. does that make sense yeah. like something mm-hmm. so small is so huge yes. yeah. yeah it's more the it's more just the commitment to say like okay we we are going to be globally minded we're going to because it's like it's like those uh, and there's all kinds of psychology behind this you know in a, from a secular sense but i believe it's also a spiritual thing that like when you become aware of something and when you're kind of your radar's on, mm-hmm. like God will bring things across your path. Mm-hmm. Like when you're looking, you know? Yes. So if you're not even asking the question mm-hmm. about how do I make a global impact, mm-hmm. then how do you expect to make a global impact? Right. But if you just begin to position your heart to say like, okay, God, how could you use us? How could you use? And trust me, I get it. I am from a small little town, small church growing up. Mm-hmm. And that small little church actually ended up sending many people that serve as full-time missionaries in the world today. Uh, that's um, awesome. I mean, I remember like the first time I went on my first trip when I was like 17 years old to Venezuela, like I'm from small town America. It made the newspapers like local boy <laughs> leaves country, you know? Um, but I say that to say like anybody can make a global impact. Anybody can make a difference internationally yeah. and why that matters. Cause there's all kinds of people that, you know, have different opinions on that. But Christianity and Christians and the God, I mean, it's the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. It is not like, like, yes, we need to make a difference here. Yeah. But we also need to be globally minded. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's, I don't see it as optional. Right. I mm-hmm. think it's part of what it looks like to, like you were saying, it's, it's walking out. It's, it's living Christianity. Mm-hmm. And it's, the, it's also just the thought that like the little that we maybe feel like we have is more than most people have. Well, as we get ready to wrap this up, there's a couple of things that um, I want to make sure people are connected to. And that is, and you touched on this here for a little bit of thinking, maybe a little bit outside the box, instead of thinking we're a small church, we only have, you know, 10 people, 12 people, 25 people, whatever. And, um, you know, I have to work a full-time job as a pastor mm-hmm. as well as, you know, do the work of the ministry here. How can I send money someplace else or whatever? And you just mentioned it doesn't have to be anything major. Just whatever can be done, making those connections. And I want to make sure everybody knows that they can, obviously, we have missionaries that we support. Um, we have leadership summits that we do around the world to raise up and train leaders to impact their nations around the world. But you guys also have Go International. It's still a functioning ministry uh, that does short-term missions trips and all kinds of things. Tell us a little bit about Go and even give us the information on if people are interested, want to partner with what you're doing. Yeah, totally. There is, uh, you know, really our heart is to help connect churches uh, to to global vision and two ways that they can make an impact. So uh, we have a number of ways that churches can get involved with uh, Go International, everything from um, just 
connecting with need of what's going on in certain places mm-hmm. um, because how can you make a how, unless you know that this Carpaloca ministry exists in the streets of Ecuador how do you know that your $50 could actually make a difference so right. part of it is just being a connection point to let them know certain needs that are going on around the world um, the other thing is uh, sending leaders on trips because it's like having having a few people that kind of have see firsthand mm-hmm. and see wow this is like a real thing that's happening and getting someone in your church that really does have global vision mm-hmm. um, is key but then also like we do you can send teams with us a lot of times we'll partner with several different uh, churches where uh, maybe five or six different churches are coming on a trip together um, that's one model that we do and then the other is like even individual churches often we've put together a pastor will contact us and say like hey we'd love to send a team of 25 people Mm -hmm. um can you facilitate that Mm -hmm. trip for us and we'll we take care of all the details of it Mm -hmm. and that way like the pastor that comes on the trip or the youth pastor whoever it is that's leading the trip it's like focus on building relationships Mm -hmm. and we'll handle the details in the background so there's many ways that that we could help a church kind of make some first steps in getting going um but really, I think the my main encouragement to uh, to pastors out there is to just begin to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you ask that question, I'm just 100% confident that God begins to put things on your heart mm-hmm. or that next flight you're on, you're going to be talking to somebody that, you know, like when you when you start asking and position your heart in a place of seeking, how do I make a difference? Mm-hmm. The world's so big and so full of need, I have no doubt that, that the Lord is going to speak the right ways in which your community, your church is to get involved with making a difference internationally. And I, would, awesome. and I would just say, don't despise the small, like the small mm-hmm. gift. Like you think of five loaves and two fish. Right. That is what, how the Lord fed the masses. Right. I mean, that's sometimes I that's think we're are scared to like do something. Cause we're like, well, I don't right. know. It's so big. It's, it's not going to be enough. Like why even try? But we yeah. all are guilty of the, um, you know, comparison game. Sure. We hear of all these ministries. Oh, they gave 10,000 to this or they gave 50,000 to that or whatever. And then we just think, yeah, my $25 means nothing. But your $25 can mean everything. Everything. Yeah, exactly. It's powerful. So that's really good. Thank Mm. you for saying that. I do want to let everybody know that we are in communication and strategy planning. So we're hoping that by um, the middle of this next year, we'll be able to co- have a plan in place, um, uh, to partner together because we want you guys, our FCF churches, we know some of you can't, uh, send a whole team on a missions trip. So we're trying to do uh, schedule at least one, if not more trips where we can draw people from multiple churches to build a team, to go out and do some things. And we'll be partnering with go international, uh, to make that happen, uh, Greg and Krista have such experience. And um, one of the things that I want you to tell everyone is um, that how you measure success on the mission field, because I really love this. We, ha- we talked about this once before. Yeah. Um, I think that for us, you know, uh, over the years, we've really had to ask that question and we've had to come to a recognition that, 
that God loves everybody enough to give them free will. Mm -hmm. And our job is to love Mm -hmm. and to speak truth. Mm -hmm. And for us, it is, is being obedient to be present, being willing to be present. And so it, it runs a little counterintuitive to maybe, maybe what it, really even to how we first started. Mm-hmm. It's like when we were um, counting numbers of how many people, and, and, and I'm not saying that's wrong, right. but for us, um, what we found on our teams when it was like when we had quote unquote like, when it was very numbers driven, mm-hmm. and that was the metric we were looking uh, through what we found in people is that inevitably there's like this human side of you know everybody that's like oh man like well yesterday I got to pray for five people and today you know it's got to be six then or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. and we kind of boiled it down to say like hey with whoever you're with be there right be present be obedient mm-hmm. and if you are present in the moment present in the conversation because if I'm worried about like I've got to go pray with seven more people, then mm-hmm. I'm I might be missing out on the person that God has them. brought to me in yes. this moment. It's being mindful that every encounter is meaningful. Ugh, it makes me want to cry just hearing you say that because mm-hmm. that's so much more God minded than anything we heard. And I know it's so easy for us to se- and those are celebrations, multiple. Sure thousands or hundreds or whatever of salvations that is celebratory that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is the power of what happens on those one-on-one moments Mm -hmm. is far greater than just looking at those numbers and so i love that that's the way the lord led you guys and that's one of the reasons i feel it's a Uh, valuable for us as an organization to partner with go and what you do, because it becomes more about those real impact moments. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's what builds vision. That's Mm -hmm. what, that's what team members go back and take, not the numbers, but those real impact moments. That's what they take back and help build vision in their local church because that's duplicatable. Exactly. If I can speak to somebody at a coffee shop on a mission trip, then I can speak to somebody in a coffee shop in my own town. That's right. And to me, that is... That's so huge. And honestly, on our trips, when people come on those trips with us, what we'll say like at the end of the trip is like, hey, like you thought you've been on a mission trip, but the real mission is just beginning. Yes. You're going back home. You've been getting prepared for missions because your mission is back where you live. I mm-hmm. love it. Oh, you guys, thank you for being with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having us. And we're going to have more opportunities to talk more later. And I know we'll have more opportunities for the FCF family to get to know you guys more. And so thank you for taking time for us. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to the FCF Leadership Podcast, where our focus is to help you achieve your destiny as a leader. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit our website at fcf.org.